0: about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers. There's always so much to discuss. Let's jump right in. It's LA Clips Forum. LA it's LA Clips Forum with Jesse and Brian.
1: quiet tacos or what? I I'm pretty sure you went to Chipotle. i like, oh my god, this hot sauce is really spicy.
2: No, I didn't. Right. First of all, I went at DoorDash Chipotle. It's always cold by the time it gets to your house, and it's basically useless.
1: I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes the fat ass is a Chipotle, like literally one block away, and, like five minute walk, and I DoorDash it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well,
1: at least
2: it comes to you like warm, lukewarm. Luca- yeah. <laughs> luca- like, if there's a if there's a Chipotle like a mile away, it's gonna be cold by the time it gets to your house, even if it's... you went and picked it up.
1: It's true, and sometimes like I do like the the protein bowl, and mm-hmm. like the protein bowl has like double supposed to have double chicken, and when mm-hmm. I get that, my fat ass knows when it's single chicken, I'm like <laughs> 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 I'm like I'm look at I'm like this is f- single chicken, dude, I'm like what the f- is this? <laughs> and it's not the door that I should fall, it's just like Chipotle messing it up again. So yeah. I don't really. Uh, try uh, not to door dash I
2: Chipotle. feel like I feel like if you go to Chipotle, you're there to keep the Chipotle people accountable. <laughs> <laughs> and like, hey, I ordered double chicken. Like, hey, nah, no, no, no. Like, but if, if you're just Doordashing, and then they're just gonna give you single chicken.
1: Dude, when I, uh my cafeteria, my work has a cafeteria, and uh, today was taco talk- bowl. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll do a taco bowl. And then like she like she like asked, oh, what kind of protein you want? I was like, ah, oh, do chicken. She literally legit did the scoop and she shook it. I'm like, what is this? Chipotle? <laughs> <laughs> what, the, what the
0: hell?
2: Um, the shake got me right now. <laughs> dude, I know not... exactly like, the scoop and then like to make it look like it's more spread out.
1: Yeah. Like, I, look, I look like a shell shock veteran, dude. I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was so triggered. Um yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, first world well, problems, right? Yeah,
2: well, you know, welcome to the LE Cliffs Forum. I I, that was a much better open than I had planned. So Uh, yeah, I think thank you.
1: No, no problem. No problem. Um, But yeah, welcome.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I I opened it up because like right before I push record, I said, hey, my throat's a little phlegmy because I had spicy food. And then we went in a a little tiff of what I must have eaten because he didn't believe that I ate spicy food. And I don't know why I push record like halfway through the conversation. I didn't wait for the conversation. I know <laughs> I was like, "What the hell? <laughs> I was like, "All right." Well, Usually, though, sometimes I'll be like, "You know what?" I'll push record. I'll just edit this stuff out. But this was so much because, like, if if you've been following the Clippers for the last month, like, this is basically like this is this is the best conversation you're gonna have. Yeah, this out.
1: this is the most event that you've ever had in your entire off right now. So. We're on like
2: day 14, maybe 15, 16. Depends when you're listening to this pod of James Harden going to the Clipper reports. I want to know. I asked a couple of friends today, but I want to know your percentage of what, like, what's your hopefulness that James Harden's on the Clippers? Do you think it's going to happen?
1: I think it it plummets the longer it stays, uh, the longer it takes, mainly because I feel like that's like. That gives uh, Joel Embiid, Pat Bev enough time to like kind of win over James Harden to play another season. But I'm hoping James Harden just says, you know, f- you guys, I did what I did. Uh, I hope you guys get to the playoffs. Uh, you were hobbled on one leg. And yet this team, this organization doesn't deem to me, you know, a full extension worthy. So f- you guys move on. Uh, I hope he has attitude. Willie. I don't know. I get kind of concerned about it.
2: Yeah. Uh, I uh, I hope that him being older than me at this point, that he could be brave enough to make his own decisions. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, like, if Pat Bev and Julian and B were like, "Hey, you want to run it back?" I'd be like, mm. now yeah. I'll try something different."
1: Yeah, if I'm if I'm the Heat right now, and there's discussion about Damian Lillard, uh, I'm feeling pretty confident that the Heat are going to get it done. Mainly because of the mainly because I feel like we're always getting like feedback or like some sort of news saying Damian Lillard only wants to play for the Heat. Emphasize again, Damian Lillard only wants to play for the Heat, excuse me, for the Heat. Uh, or even to the point where his agent is calling out the organizations telling them that he's not gonna play um so play with for them. So I mean, I feel pretty confident on the Heat fan that I'm gonna land Damien Lillard at some point.
2: Speaking on Damian Lillard, real quick. How far has that guy fallen from the grind?
1: Oh, dude, seriously.
0: Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. in,
2: in, in, like, less than two weeks, I feel like, like, that guy was all about the grind, and now he won't report to camp because his team traded him for another contender. It's not like they're going to ship into the Charlotte Hornets. Like, they're like Clippers, 76ers, Heat, you know, there's yeah. a lot of teams, in, and it's like, these are all contending teams,
1: and it's like, oh, no, I won't, I won't. Report I want to go to the I want to go to the one that went to the Eastern Conference Finals <laughs> and and then went to the finals afterwards. Yeah. I want to go to that team. Uh yeah, I absolutely agree with you. It's fucking irritating uh to hear that. <laughs> I think that the only reason why he wouldn't consider the uh the Clippers is mainly cuz of Paul George. I know they don't like each other. Uh um uh,
2: like a past. part of, like a part of me is like, all right. Damian Lillard, like I don't know, these guys are NBA players. They have a ton of money, so whatever. Damian Lillard played his college ball in Utah. He now plays for the Portland Trailblazers, or at least until he gets traded.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The Clippers don't sound like a bad option. I'm not saying I want Damian Lillard. I actually would prefer just to have James Harden, because if I'm going to get at least James Harden, if it doesn't work out, he could walk next year, right? It's mm-hmm. Damian Lillard, we're, we're going to. I'll, I'll be honest. I'll keep both. I'm, I don't know what I'm trying <laughs> to say. What I'm, but I'm trying to say is like Damian Lillard has verbally stated he doesn't want to come here, so I'm I'm already in the boat of like all right, don't get him kind of thing. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, did you still stay on the same coast? Like, when did you like? If you still have your family set up on the in the Portland suburban area, I don't know what it, that is necessarily. It's only like a two hour flight or something from SoCal. Like, yeah, like, I don't know. You yeah. want to go all the way to Miami and you know, does he know how humid it is there?
1: It's true, it's pretty humid over there, but you know, also, he doesn't even have to like purchase the tickets. I'm pretty sure he can use a private jet that Hawaii's uncle got for <laughs> got yeah. Kauai. you know, yeah. they can just share that thing. So, um, yeah, honestly. I don't know what's so appealing for a man that's, like, in his late 30s about Miami. Like, I feel like you're 20. Like, hell yeah, Miami sounds like fun. Hit the clubs, do this stuff. But as a family man in your 30s, you're looking for something in the middle, right? You're looking for something Mm. you can have a good time, but not be too wild, lay down your Mm. roots, and that's California, I think. So,
2: yeah. Yeah, maybe, maybe there's, like, a financial incentive to being in Florida, but I don't know. Like
0: racism all- <laughs> <laughs> so, so we still haven't gotten
2: hardened uh pascal siakam rumors came out this week but um i'm just you know i'm a little like this i feel like this offseason has been super dry like all the uh, big buzz came before the draft then the draft happened and now it's like oh uh, yeah like we every team got a really good role player and that's about it <laughs> like uh Chris Apps went to Boston before the draft. Brandon Bradley Bill went to Phoenix before the draft. All of a sudden, free agency hit, and with the new CBA, everyone's like, "Well, we can't get anybody." <laughs> so yeah. it's like, "All right."
1: Well, we got we got Junior. So you know, like I, I I'm
2: I'm ecstatic, and if that's the best thing we did all off season, damn. But sure, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I I'll embrace it.
1: It could, it could be worse. Um,
2: could, you know what. That's that's the attitude we need. Yeah. As as long as we ship off all our power forwards, it's I think it's a that's a successful offseason. But yeah, <laughs> I, I I wouldn't. I'd prefer not to just like run it back.
1: Yeah, but, definitely. I, I think uh we need something new for sure. So hopefully James Harden can nudge the Sixers to make the trade so faster.
2: Imagine all oh, you just wanted to hear was please. <laughs> <laughs> James Harden is like Nah, I don't do that
1: say the magic word trade me <laughs> um speaking
2: yeah, of speaking of running to back we got mason Plumley. how do you feel about it just really quickly i don't I, i'm indifferent i'm like you know it's probably the best center we could have gone because mm-hmm. everyone else would have been on the vet men
1: yeah apparently he could have got something else uh he could have got a higher contract somewhere else so the fact that he was willing to take a pay cut come back um you know he gets a foul of trouble a lot but you know what i do like what he brings to the team i I do like the fact that we're not repeating the same issue that we ran into um uh, last season uh and credit what credit's due trent said it you know we needed a backup center and he was right like towards the beginning of the season even mm-hmm. even further into the season it was just a huge issue of being too small and you know we cover our asses doing that so yeah, I don't, I don't hate it. Um, I don't really think there's any other center that kind of moves the needle for me outside of Mason Plumley. I mean,
2: yeah, like to throw this out there, if we were to trade Zoo <laughs> to get a trade done, Mason's a pretty decent fill-in center until we figure out what we're going to do at that position. You yeah. Know, so and then we would have to go get a vetman center to back him up, but. Mm-hmm. Or we just bring up Musa. But um yeah. Well, like, yeah, like my favorite thing about Mason Plumley is like his behind the back, crazy passes. And then my the thing I hate most about Mason Plumley is his like behind the back, crazy passes. <laughs> like when it when it, when he does it, it looks good. When he doesn't, it it like I feel like he costs like the Clippers like four games, which I know he didn't, <laughs> but it just feels that way. Yeah. Um he, I feel like he finishes at the rim better than Zoo, so that's mm-hmm. good, you know. Um, he could get fouled and still finish at the rim, and I do think the team needs that. So, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah Zoo is a better overall center, obviously. But Mason does a couple things better than Zoo.
1: It gives yeah. the Clippers flexibility too. If they do end up adding Zoo into some sort of trade. Um, at least they have some sort of center that can quality starting center, I should say.
2: Yeah, he'll be fine. Like, obviously, he would probably still be just a rental, but who isn't these days? Um, yeah, it'll
1: be like a season for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see, where do we want to move on to? Uh, well, I guess we could talk about Kawhi today. He's eligible to get an extension. Um, sure, he's probably gonna get it. I don't know if he, would you do it right now?
1: No. Um i i'd hold out i'd see if uh he's willing to i mean it depends what uh, depends what you can talk him into if you can do a one like a one plus one that'd be dope um but to get fully extended the max contract uh no thank you uh i hold off on that
2: you know the undertaker meme like I know you don't know all the wrestlers' name, but I think you know who the Undertaker is. Mm-hmm. Um AJ Styles is in the front and then like Undertaker's in the back. Mm-hmm. I I feel like James Harden trade is the Undertaker. And every time the Clippers are just trying to move on with their offseason, the James Harden stuff's in the back. Like I <laughs> I, I feel like if we get James Harden, then just absolutely automatically just give Kawhi what he wants. Yeah. You know, just like we're just gonna move on with these three. We'll live and die. We'll, we'll live or die by this trio of guys, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess your hesitancy was like, well hopefully, hopefully he doesn't ask for a no trade clause. I wouldn't be surprised if he does. I think that I think that would be my compromise. It's like, sure, you could have the full max of four years at 220 or whatever. But you were not going to put a no trade clause in mm. i think i think that's that's where i would draw the and then i would also just you know offhand and make a joke hopefully quite last like well you're always hurt you have no trade value anyway so it's not <laughs> it's <like> you basically <laughs> self-create your own no trade clause so um yeah and then like if you give it to Kawhi, you're gonna have to give it to paul george and maybe they'll just wait it out and do the extensions together in september that's when Paul George is eligible. I mean, mm-hmm. or they could just let them finish out the season, opt out, and see if it's worth bringing them back. And if not, then they could just walk. And then, yeah, we're, we got, they walked for nothing, and we're going to really struggle to get back. But, or you could do a sign and trade. They could opt the back in and then trade one of them. I don't know. So there's options. Like, I guess they could talk to the player i don't know i'm not gm I'd, i think i'd be a terrible negotiator <laughs> I'd, be like, I'd be like hey uh we didn't get james harden so we're not going to give you the 220 yet but if you guys want you guys could play the season opt out or opt in and we'll figure something out then and Kawhi and paul george's like what
0: <laughs> you're a terrible GM.
1: yeah <laughs> i don't know like <laughs> there's no really training for the position sorry buddy <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, the clippers are like, well, I heard I heard how you explained the negotiations on the pod, and that was actually pretty impressive. Uh, <laughs> you you should see you should, you, should, you should see Larry Frank trying to talk to these guys.
1: <laughs> he gets shy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I feel like I'd be a really shy GM. I'd be like, hey, uh, Mr. George, uh since you're a little injury prone, uh we have two options. And oh no, don't yell, don't yell. No, no. <laughs> Yeah,
1: I, I mainly communicate via email, you know. So I <laughs> have cohesive thoughts, and I'm just like, uh, I'm not gonna spit all this shit right here. <laughs>
2: uh, send them a Zoom, a Zoom invite, and hoping they're they RSVP for it, but then knowing they don't, so you actually show up to the meeting and hope, and then they don't show up. That's, I think that's how I would do it. And I'm like, oh, they didn't do the Zoom. Okay, well, I'll send an email, and then the email <laughs> didn't email didn't work. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I tried. All right, I'll send a text. <laughs> and it says text not delivering. Like, uh, yeah, I guess I got a call from a landline or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Send a carrier pigeon next. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty rough. It's a, it's a, it's a very weird situation. I think uh, just to make my, you know, just to point out, in the room, it's like it's kind of hard. I feel like you signed them mainly because you feel like you don't want to. You know, be extremely terrible because of the fact that we don't really have a lot of draft assets, uh, to build the team around. But also, they have a history of being injured, and as you get older, obviously, it does not get better. So, it's just, yeah, it's really tough. And they really, I don't know, Dave, specifically for Kawhi, not Paul George, but Kawhi himself. Has really put a chokehold on the Clippers when it comes to like uh, kind of openness from the organization to the fan base. So, uh, which did not really make anyone really happy. So, I don't know it's it's kind of hard. It's a very difficult one.
2: Yeah, like you don't want to get stuck with them if they're just going to keep getting hurt. But at the same time, like to put to. Through... You know, a view view it from the section 300 at the crypto. Uh, yeah. every team's gonna have to deal with this to an extent. Like for example, if the La- for, for example, the Lakers, if the Lakers start next season and ad is hurt again for a good portion of the season, they may struggle to trade him to another really good team. But since he's a superstar, he's going to choose which teams he wants to go to. And I think that because of the new CBA, it's going to be really difficult to see how teams take on some bad contracts. Because I think in the past, they'll just do it and they'll figure it out later. Mm -hmm. But I don't think teams are just going to take on bad contracts. I'm not saying AD is a bad contract. And I'm not saying Kawhi or Paul George will be bad contracts. But it is a little... I just feel like the, the the entire league is like, all right, you got stars, well you're stuck with them. <laughs> you know, I think the new C B A is just gonna kinda lock that in. You either have yeah. your stars or you're we're rebuilding with bones in Boston. You know, that's kinda like how it works.
1: Yeah. I, I think uh it's just the Clipper situation is more unique, whereas in Kauai He just has a history of like figuring out whether it's just a question mark. Is he playing because, you know, the doctors say he's not healthy or is he playing or he's just making excuses and stuff like that? Um, There's there's that narrative around him, I guess. I I don't know how to pinpoint it. Right. Like, I I feel like he could probably put it into words. Maybe uh, it's not like it's just the lack of communication about when when he'll return. And it's just like it's just very irritating. Whereas and you feel like AD always like he he comes back sooner than he should, right? But the fact is that he comes back, he comes back, and he tries yeah. to go back on the court. Whereas yeah. in Kawhi, we're like, well, he doesn't even want to put in the effort, and he's just looking out for himself. And granted, I I respect that for him, but as a fan of a team that you know desperately needs these superstars on the court, and after three seasons of it, I'm just kind of tired of it, you know, <laughs>
2: like no no you're right and it's funny because i think just going back to probably probably us recording immediately after the season i think for about two episodes or so we were both in the boat of like we need to we just need to start over we need to get rid of both get rid of one i think a couple months went by the new cba came into effect we we've heard that harden might join them and now we're in the now we're i think i'm in like a uh, it's kind of hypocritical and i'm like oh well no and i think they should stay mm-hmm. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. like my my mind has changed and it's probably because i'm not in the moment of watching Kawhi missed four games in a row i'm not in mm-hmm. the moment of paul george being hurt right now it's july i'm watching them in basketball shorts and at rick ross parties like it's <laughs> i'm not i'm not in the yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah i'm not watching him get hurt and ruining my season in front of me right now <laughs> you know so it's like oh yeah, yeah extend them you know but
1: that's really important. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely. You know, it's it's the situation you're in right now. Like, it's funny because I, I was going to bring up the same ex- exact thing, right? Like, if it was game one versus the Suns, you're like, oh, hell yeah, sign this guy up, <laughs> and then, like, he gets injured, yeah. and he's out. And there's no, like, there's no communication as to what. You just keep on thinking that, oh, maybe he'll play game three. Oh, no, he's not playing game three. Oh, well, maybe he'll play game four. Oh, well, oh, no, it's, uh, what yeah. is it, meniscus? Whatever.
2: And, and, and like, we're, uh, and that's how fluid the nba season is and like sometimes i throw out there when we're doing good or doing bad is like we could be having the best regular season of our lives but if they both go down in game two of the playoffs we're all going to think it's meaningless or we could go we could have one of the worst regular seasons and make the play in but if everyone's healthy for the playoffs we're all going to feel like we have a shot at the championship you know it's the champ it's so fluid uh and it goes back and forth and I think mm-hmm. we all we're getting into that off season optimism of just being like, well, nothing's going on that's making me feel like things are bad. Like mm-hmm. the only thing that really negatively happened is that we found out Kawhi got surgery. Now I don't know if that means he's not going to start the season. Lawrence Frank says he's fine, but Lawrence Frank says a lot of things. Ty Lue today said like these guys don't sit out because uh, they want to; they sit out because they're hurt. And I'm like, yeah. Well, <laughs> like, <all right. laughs> sure. Yeah. But, so, so so it's well, like it's just it's one of those things. Like I
1: I know this wasn't on the talking point, you know, uh because everyone knows we come in extremely prepared for this podcast. <laughs> um, okay. let's say we don't extend them, right? I and mean, we okay. we don't we don't do anything. They just play that play out the rest of the contract. We don't get James, and you know, let's say for somehow somehow we get James Harden, all right? If you can use both scenarios. We don't have James Harden or we don't have James Harden. Um, if they get injured in the playoffs or right before the playoffs and they're not available, is this done? Are we done with this experiment?
2: Yeah. In that scenario, we played out the season. We didn't extend them. They got hurt again. They could basically walk. Experiment is done. Like, we would probably try to work out a sign-and-trade and just trade both of them, even if we got nothing back. Like, it's a Bradley Bill S. Return, yeah.
1: They
2: like, were like, "Hey, anyone want Kawhi? Sure. You're. What are you gonna give us? We're gonna give you nothing. Like we'll we'll still take that. <laughs> like, we just want it. We just want the news to say that it was a trade and that we just let him walk. That's what. That's all. The- <laughs> like, <laughs> and
1: like, and for- that's that's also with the situation with Harden being on being on team.
2: Well, it, with with Harden on the team. I think it would be the experiment is done, but I would still try to see. Like, let's just say Harden had a good year and he didn't get hurt, but he's Mm -hmm. on his own in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Then I would be like, all right, maybe we could bring back one of them, whichever one James Harden prefers to come back. Or maybe the one that has no trade value, which might be Kawhi. So we're like, all right, we'll bring Kawhi back, but we'll trade Paul George or vice versa. Or we do have James Harden, We have cap flexibility because we let both walk Mm -hmm. or we could do a sign and trade somehow like we send one out we bring somebody else in and james harden gets to pick his new partner then that doesn't feel like it's, it's it feels like a brand new era but it does but and this experiment is done but it's yeah
1: you know what lawrence frank if lawrence frank is looking for an intern Shy are you,
2: for are, are you sure because i don't know <laughs> i don't know if my shy negotiations for the because i'll, I'll admit I, I don't envy lawrence frank if lawrence frank wanted to not deal with this he he had his he had an opportunity to be like hey i'm out like a month ago and he's like no i'll still try to work this out he he's gonna have to sit across paul george and Kawhi and basically be like hey you don't deserve this but can you sign this extension please like that's basically what he has to do
1: yeah, pretty spot on, honestly. Uh yeah, I don't to be his position right now. Um pretty pretty difficult. But yeah. Speaking um, of
2: speaking of Paul George and, and Kawhi not playing. Uh so the NBA is gonna do an in season tournament.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh I without going over the rules, what are your surface level thoughts?
1: Uh I don't think it holds any value for the league itself. Uh uh, I think for people that are just huge NBA fans uh, or not NBA fans, but are fans of a team, a particular team, they're not going to really care much for it um, because I just feel like there's no incentive. Like mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: I don't, I mean, it was very clear in the finals, right? Like when Joe Chiefs was saying like, you know, this, does anyone like their job? And mm-hmm. then, like, yeah, had Draymond Green coming out. He's like, yeah, do I like playing basketball, like, for, for a living? Not really. You know, people are being more honest about it. So why do we think that a little bump of 500K – I mean, it's a lot for us. And for the, you know, the team that – you know, for the guy who makes only, like, a mil or something like that, it means a lot for them. But they're not going to win the tournament for me. <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's an interesting format. I, I, I kind of wish if I could be honest, like they did group stages and maybe they could do groups later, but I would, I kind of wish for the very first one, they wouldn't have just done divisions Like you have to actually like, you're making the divisions matter would have been really cool. Like you have to win your division and the Clippers being in what is a juggernaut of a division right now would have been mm-hmm. very compelling to see like, cause it's also like a test of like, well, if you get through the group stage of your division, when the divisions are stacked, stack, that looks pretty good going into the playoffs. You know, but huh. I do think they need to add more to this. I understand the players might not care too much about like stuff, but like I think the teams would like, I don't know. I would say like if a, if a team wins the NBA Cup, but they don't make the playoffs, you get an additional lottery pick. You move the okay, lottery. Yeah, you move the move. You move the lottery from 14 picks to 15 picks and you get an additional lottery like slot and it and we'll just say you get, I don't know, top six percentage. And so you do have an opportunity to land in the top three, but it's not as much as top three or four teams. Right. So maybe I was,
1: I was uh, actually thinking the same thing. Um, I think for a team, if, if you put in a draft pick and I was going to say specifically for like the number six, Draft pick. Yeah. Just make it fix. Just give them a position six, which is pretty high. You still get a really good steal Honestly, uh, something falls out of the top three. But um
2: yeah you get you if you don't make the playoffs you get top three. and if you do make the playoffs then maybe you get like the 25th pick in the draft. But you just, you just get an additional draft pick.
1: Yeah and, and and it does solve like the team wants that. But at the end of the day, right? Like the, the players don't give a shit. the player players don't <laughs> give a crap. You know, Demon Lillard, they just he doesn't want to play with, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a you know, rookie. You know, top three rookie. Um,
2: I, 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 would, uh, that that was gonna be my interesting thought process. Was like, all the games count as regular season games, so that's that's good, right? Because mm-hmm. the game still technically means something, even if you don't care about the tournament. But the finals game doesn't. And for Kawhi, who likes to sit back to backs, and Paul George, who you know, five hundred K doesn't mean anything. I find that one very interesting. Like, I would say, like, I wouldn't be surprised if we made it to the championship and those two decide not to play. They're just like, nah, we're good. (laughs) Uh, Which, I don't know. If they want to play for their buddies, like, yeah, like, hey, Kawhi and Paul George playing this game so you could help Brandon Boston make, like, a fourth of his paycheck. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but outside of that
1: you may you make it to the you make it to the finals and it's just g-league players playing so (laughs) it's just i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised
2: (laughs) and i wouldn't be surprised that the nba did that i wouldn't be surprised though if there is incentive to be like the first team to do it like and then after that we'll see if it carries any weight or i don't know maybe you have to qualify qualify for it or something like but yeah like i was even thinking about it um Like teams like the Boston Celtics, right? And the Lakers, let's, let's put those teams in. Like, they are considered even matched, even championships, right? They're still both at 17 or 18, right? I don't, I'm not even, I think it's 17 rings, right? They're both at 17, the Celtics mm-hmm. and the Lakers. Yeah. Like, if you're, if you're like, if you consider that a rivalry, then you could be like, even though it means a tenth of nothing, but to say you are an NBA Cup winner. It's like all right, well our teams are even but we have an NBA cup you don't so our franchise is better. I know it's like stupid braggy BS like that and it's for fans not for the actual teams. But and I think like just adding like a little 10th of of a percent of weight to these games make them a little bit more compelling. I think if the Clippers win a couple group stage games, because the first one's against Denver, so that's going to be a tough one already. But let's just say the Clippers win a couple of them. I think we're all going to be like, oh, well, maybe we can be the first NBA Cup winner. And I know like, for a team that's never won a championship, that's going to be kind of silly. And I think we're going to get a lot of memes that we can't win an actual championship, but we won the NBA Cup. But it's a, it's still an accolade. It's still, I know, I know people are going to, like get on me about this but still technically maybe a banner you could put up in a new arena you know so it's like it's like you said it but also if we got knocked down the group stage and we didn't make the tournament we didn't get close to the finals i'm not going to care either (laughs) it's just one it's just one of those things where I'm, i'm very indifferent about it but i'm intrigued by the idea and hoping that they can improve on it moving forward
0: yeah I guess I guess so
1: um I, I I'm just thinking out loud but what if, what if you can uh you know winner uh, maybe they adopt like a point system you know instead of using records you know, like you, you beat a team by a certain amount of points you get a certain amount of points for it and you know you, you use that to determine the placement for the playoffs and then if you win the finals, Of that tournament or depending on what you place in those tournament there's an additional like amount of points that help you in your Mm -hmm. positioning um then i can see like an incentive from the players too because they're like all right well i want home court advantage i don't want to be in the playing tournament um Mm -hmm. so yeah i don't want to play those or
2: or i was just thinking this popped in my head because you what if you win all tiebreakers if you're nba cup champion in if there is a tiebreaker situation, whether you're in eighth place or first, mm-hmm. if you're in second or third, whatever, if you tie with another team's record, it doesn't matter about home and loss records, it doesn't matter about conference records, you automatically win the tiebreaker because you're an NBA Cup champion.
0: Yeah, so, so, so
2: like what if you're tied for 10th place to make the play in? Well, you get in because you're NBA Cup champion. Mm. Like it doesn't matter about your win-loss record against the team or not or whatever. I, I think that would be intriguing. I think I think some teams would want to play for that. Yeah. Like, oh, we've done... all Because all these are regular season games, so all you had to do is win all your regular season games, and then you get an additional game just to get the automatic tiebreaker against anybody, just in case. You know, I think that would be somewhat of an incentive.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I think that's also a good, uh, good... That would be some... A really great incentive for the tournament honestly but as it stands right now
2: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad brandon boston might get an additional pay bump that's about it
1: <laughs> you can let me call now uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh
2: i guess you know that are you do you have any more thoughts on the tournament
1: um no i
2: good i guess we'll move on to the most Clipper-ish thing that's going on right now is the summer league. And yeah, for most I would say for most Clipper podcasts is all they're talking about. And to be honest, like I go back and forth. Like I get really intrigued because I like the Clippers so much that there is certain things that are happening on the margins that I'm like, ooh, well maybe this could be like the 15th play the 15th spot roster guy, right? But then I'm also like, this is also the most meaningless thing I'm watching, <laughs> <laughs> and and every year where I get a little intru- more intrigued by it, I'm disappointed to just realize that none of the players I just watched are anywhere near the NBA. Like ninety percent of the league, I feel like doesn't make the league. So I have a handful of guys that I like to talk about. The obvious one is Musa Diabate. Uh. From what I've seen, he still has a hard time finishing at the basket, but he offensive rebounds well, and he's playing really good defense. He didn't play today because he has a rib contusion, but yeah, Musa hmm. has been Musa has been defense. I'll put it this way: in this summer league, and combined with how he played last year, Musa might be the top one of the top five defenders on our team. Uh, like, I don't know who you you put quiet Paul George in there. You put zoo, maybe Terrence, Mann. Is there anyone else that I'm forgetting? Who's a better defender than Musa? I don't think so. I'm sure there's somebody. No. So, and I, I think Musa should graduate to the main roster. Just move him up there. Um, but yeah, you got any thoughts on Musa before I move on to the rookies?
1: um no I just have thoughts on your first on your couple comments because I feel like I am absolutely the other side of what you're saying like I don't give a shit about (laughs) like (laughs) like like uh I think last season we cared about it because of the fact that we felt the roster was so complete and this team was ready poised to win a championship and a rookie that we just draft you know might have a possibility of being like that you know that icing on the cake right the cherry on top but we kind of see this roster still kind of incomplete we have a lot of we got a lot of glaring holes that we need to deal with and once you get James Harden dangled in front of you you don't really care much for anything else <laughs> so it's kind of hard to really care
2: to your James Harden comment though if we were to get rid of James Harden we're probably shipping out three to four guys to make that right. happen so then some of these things do end up mattering a little bit maybe not entire. you know like we had opportunity for Musa to play center last year and we decided just to not have a center yeah. so, so it's like i've been burned enough to realize that none of these guys may play mm-hmm. <laughs> but if we were to get james harden And enough injuries were to happen, which we love our injuries here uh, on the Clippers. Maybe somebody, maybe it's not all of them, but one of these guys might get 10 minutes a night for a week straight. And then if we win those games, then that matters. Right. So it's like. But yeah, I'm 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 fishing here. I'm I am i am throwing darts at a wall of finding reasons for you to care. But I'm I'm just throwing things out there. Like
1: uh, I no, I get it, I get it I hear what you're saying. We still we still as uh quote-unquote uh clipper content uh <laughs> it, it's uh,
0: uh,
2: if i if I can be real with you if we don't get Harden and we're running it back then yeah none of these guys are gonna play at all <laughs> the only way i think some of these guys may end up getting some minutes in there is if we do tra- trade james Harden, we ship three to four guys out and we have to refill our bench and that may mean like we'll get into the conversation later but Maybe we do pick up Jason Preston's option. Maybe Xavier Moon does get a main roster spot. Maybe we move Musa from a two-way to a main roster spot. You know, these things may or may not happen. So, like, we're watching a summer league to see if they've improved or not, and some have and some have not. So, it's like,
1: yeah, so. If if Jason Preston gets called up and has to play because we get James Harden, are you getting a Jason Preston jersey?
0: No no i'm not i'm
2: not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing it if he can't get me to shop at at and i don't think i'm getting <laughs> Dude,
1: the most red commercial. <laughs> did, like, did you I see the thing
2: think- today that they played it at the arena during the summer league game
1: i did not see that wow yeah, yeah. i was like when i saw that i was like and i, I it's funny because like i had to like double take and then i went to the chat and i was like yeah I was Jason Preston. Yeah, it, was.
2: it surprises you it catches you off guard every time you see it because you think it's a dream or a nightmare you saw before but then you realize on the second time like this is real <laughs> and i'm sure jason Preston listens to this podcast but um i'm not trying to hate on the guy but i'm just saying that like
1: i'm not trying to hate on the guy but let me hate on the guy right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> i'm not trying to hate on the guy but uh I'm pretty sure someone at ATT and t said, hey, we need a famous basketball player. They went straight to the two L.A. teams, went down the Lakers roster, went down the Clippers roster, and said, I think we could afford Jason Preston. He may do it for free. <laughs> I think that's what happened. Uh, yeah, probably. But you know what? Probably. I got to give credit to Clippers marketing because I think Brandon Boston had a commercial too. Was it for Nike or Gatorade or something? Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. So like Brandon Boston a commercial, Jason Preston. like you're getting your two like G League guys commercial. That's pretty good by Clippers marketing. Is
1: it is it is it the Clippers or is it their agents?
2: I don't know, man. I'm just trying. I'm <laughs> clutch just, Sports, I don't know, I'm, man. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to throw a bone to the Clippers right now.
1: <laughs> I'll be honest, if I had Clutch Sports with my agent, I think I get it like a two year contract. <laughs> then how did Jason Preston?
2: Does Jason Preston clutch? I don't think he's clutch.
1: Uh, no, Jason Press is not clutch. Man in Boston. Yeah, no,
2: he's certainly not clutch. He got benched in the fourth <laughs> quarter. He <laughs> got benched in the fourth quarter of a summer league game. That doesn't matter. We're already on one. We're not. I don't think we have a chance to go for a summer league title. I, I thought we won this last game, did we? we? We we were two and one, but we lost the first one. Oh yeah. So yeah, we're yeah. already kind of in the mix of like probably not getting a chance at the at the championship because you you basically have to go undefeated or close to undefeated. And Jason Preston <laughs> got benched in the second game in the fourth quarter. So, uh, let's just talk about the point guard thing because i wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to go into that, but we've already we've already spent like five minutes on Jason Preston already. So, there's a point guard competition for the third point guard on the team. Obviously, the first one is Russ. Second one is Bones. Obviously, if we get James Harden, then the third point guard really doesn't matter but mm-hmm. some of these guys still might make the team we have jason preston who looked pretty impressive in the first summer league game but if i could uh give you some thoughts being impressive in the summer league game still doesn't mean you can play point guard in the <laughs> nba xavier moon has looked really impressive in the summer league so far but he's also looked really impressive in other things and he's a former canadian mvp so there's that Xavier Moon already better than Jason Preston, but Xavier Moon's like 28 going on 29 or something. And Jason Preston uh, has a blog or something. (laughs) A dark horse that I, I've been preaching about this to our Clipper friends. Matt Morgan from the French league was an MVP consideration last year when the leading scorers in the league behind who Wemby I want Matt Morgan to get a spot on this team. He might make more money in France, so maybe he should just, you know, when the Clippers are like, hey, do you want two-way spot? He's like, no, thank you. I'm going to make more money in France. But if we walk away from this situation with Jason Preston picking up picking up Jason Preston's option, giving Xavier Moon a spot, and we do not give it to this Matt Morgan guy, who's he's like, I don't know how old he's is, 24, 25 years old or something like that, who's played professional basketball before, which I could say more about him than I could probably say about Jason Preston at this point. I would be frustrated. I just want to throw that out there. I think we're gonna keep two out of three of these guys. I want to keep <laughs> Morgan most, and maybe Xavier Moon. Xavier Moon could still play. He's a little too short, but I think he could fill in if we needed to.
1: Yeah. Um. You know, not that you mentioned about the Canadian like MVP. Oh, for xavier moon of, yeah for xavier moon i'm kind of starting to think that maybe the clippers have something against european players or like not european players but like players the u.s <laughs> i was about to say hey
2: man this is a this is a map yeah. <laughs> xavier moon is american he just played in canada
1: yeah but i'm saying like he has some sort of ties so maybe like automatically he's not going to get it um because I feel it... like our, maybe because our stint with uh what's his name? Um uh the one where he smoked cigarettes in the locker room before he came out and played. oh uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, but, Milos? You know, Milos, there you go. Yeah. Maybe that experience they're like, yeah, nah, never again, we're not trusting anybody. But he but was all, nice. all
2: these guys are Americans <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I I just I just want to throw this out there. I feel like they're forcing the Jason Preston thing simply because they signed him. They they drafted him pretty high in the second round. They I think they I don't know if they traded up to get him. I'll I'll throw this out there. I'll throw some praise because I know Jason's listening. What he is, I will say this right now: the best passer on the Clippers. I would say that seriously. He's probably one of the best passers on the team. Outside of that, though, no, he doesn't really bring much else. So
1: I agree. have um, so,
2: go have fun getting a two way somewhere else. And let's uh maybe keep Moon and Morgan on the team. That would be great.
1: Yeah, I'd be I'd be more excited for uh Morgan mainly because it's something new. We that that's exactly
2: how I feel about it too. Like this team just needs new players. Like that's why I'm excited about Kenya Martin. That's why I'm excited a little bit about our rookies. That I already could tell they're gonna have a hard time making a rotation next year, (laughs) but. Matt Morgan's at least something new. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the but, fact that he was second leading scoring, so kind of a lot. I
2: don't know if he was second. I just know he was one of the top ones. I try <laughs> to look up it's really difficult to look up like European stats and <laughs> rankings because some of them are in French. And you're just like, ah, you know what? I heard from some sources that he was really high up there. I'm gonna say it on my podcast and hope that Jesse doesn't uh, try to call me out on it and you said second <laughs> now
1: so now I had to clarify well thank you for clarifying um imagine he was like he made the he made his own wiki uh, wiki page he, <laughs> he, he didn't
2: even play in France <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making this all up yeah um, uh, definitely something new would be this diff- uh, would be great um uh, I do I do like Kobe's en- energy for sure um I was watching some of the highlights and uh, that's the one thing I can say about him.
2: <laughs> he, I, I like that he doesn't look like him and Jordan don't look like the game is too much for them. And that's like the biggest, I think, indication that maybe it's too much for a rookie mm-hmm. uh, is when, a, when, and keep in mind, these guys are old. So they're, they've, they played a lot of college basketball. I do feel like they, they play like it's not too big for them. Like yeah, they do dribble into dribble into traffic, and sometimes they don't make a shot. They take a bad shot. It's, they get blocked in the paint stuff like that and their stat well their stat sheets don't look the best <laughs>
1: you just basically said he <laughs> gave everything every excuse not to play on. <laughs> but
2: but i like their confidence and then maybe with a year developing developing they could become nba players down the line jordan miller i think has the, a better shot than kobe at this point but kobe has proven that if he could, if he could become like a forty-five percent three-point shooter, there, there's probably a role for him on this team. Like, I'd rather have Kobe making forty-five percent of his threes than Marcus Morris making thirty-eight percent of his threes. So, I'm just throwing it out there.
1: What about Jason? Jason Preston making thirty-eight percent of his threes.
2: Dude, Jason Preston gonna make a, a wide open basket. It's just, nice. I don't think he'll ever be wide open in the NBA. <laughs> like, I'm just, I'm just being real about it. Yeah, hit. hit. Oh, I'm about to say something disrespectful. I was gonna say, I'm about, I'll say it anyways, right? It's a podcast. Uh, his defender could leave him, and Jason Preston still won't be wide
1: open.
0: <laughs>
1: um, I, I can't, I can't disagree with you, dude. Honestly, like, there's, there's really nothing there. Um, uh, Jason Preston
2: had to go into the summer league and dominate, and. The baseline was like look like one of the best players in the game. Every game, you don't have to be the best player, but look like one of the best players. And getting benched in the fourth quarter, I feel like really just like put a nail in the coffin of him on this team. I say that now. I will eat my crow, <laughs> in uh, in six days when his when they have to pick up his option, they have to pick it up in six days. Wow. It's coming up a lot sooner than I thought. When I heard it got extended to July 18th, I was like, "Oh, that's like oh, it's like three weeks away." But really, it's now it's a week away. I'm a little nervous. I think they're gonna pick up that
0: option.
1: <laughs> uh, you might as well go get your crow right now, buddy.
2: <laughs> you're watching them sign it. <laughs> you're, you're watching them pick it up in person.
1: Yeah, like around
2: that, you 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 point your computer in a different like you you angle it differently, and it's Jason Preston and Lawrence Frank hand, like shaking each other's hand and signing a document behind you.
1: They got him another AT and T commercial. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna pay his lunch this time, so <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's, it's just like a it's
2: just like a greasy bag of Carl's Jr. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel so bad, but it's like, dude, I'm I'm sorry. Like, and they're like, hey, we'll get, your,
2: we'll get you, we'll get you, we'll get you your lunch, and it's like a greasy bag of Carl's Jr. that they bought two hours ago, so it's like super cold. And he's like, yeah, oh. and he just like, yeah, oh, thank you. He's like he's too, he's like really nice about it. He's like, oh, thank you, I appreciate this.
1: <laughs> I just feel like we're bullies of a podcast. <laughs> <For Jason Pester.
2: laughs> yeah, we are.
1: Hey, hey, good luck, man. I really hope you find it. You know what though?
2: (laughs) You know me though. If Jason Preston is on this team, I'm not gonna be like, oh, I can't root for him. Like, he's not Chris Paul. He seems like a generally nice guy. Yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) That's a good point. I should give you that credit for sure. Yeah.
2: Like he's if he's on the team, obviously we're gonna want him to go out there and play well. But I'm also gonna be like the same, I'm gonna say the same thing we've been saying for the last two years since we got him. It's like he's taken up a roster spot. That could be given to someone else. And this time around, there's two point guards that play better than him that are in our system. Why don't we just use one of them? Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at. Like it's not like it's not like I'm like, oh, well, let's pick a Morgan and Moon to play 24 minutes a night. I'm just like, if we're gonna have a guy in our system, might as well let it be one of those two. They actually play well.
1: But but maybe Jerry West sees something in them, you know. <laughs> Just like remember that whole conversation in the spaces. Mm-hmm. If you guys uh, have ever been in our spaces, but
0: mm-hmm,
1: yeah. uh, when we used to host them, there would always be a plethora of, uh, you know, maybe Jerry West sees something in them. Uh, well, <laughs> Jerry West is pretty old now, <laughs> so I, I the,
2: to that point we did go through a phase of a bunch of people hitting us up because they were tired of Reggie Jackson. I remember this and they're like, why don't we get, I can't wait till next year when we get Jason Preston shot. Or I remember he was recovering from his foot injury around the same time that we're supposed to have Kawhi back. So they're like, Oh, maybe we get Jason Preston back before the playoffs. We had people in spaces tell us that what if we get Jason Preston back for the playoffs?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. How, how well has that aged? Um yeah man so just my whole just to break down my whole breakdown of the summer league my breakdown of the breakdown of the summer league
2: yeah <laughs> i feel really bad now i feel like i you know jason and i apologize i hope you do I, I hope you make the team and you do well i'm gonna say that right now at the end um but bring xavier moon and matt
1: morgan with you <laughs> exactly i agree um yeah, man. Uh, these players aren't going to make break or break make oh, the, or break the Clippers. So
2: these are there's a bunch of dudes on this team that are exciting to watch. And it's like, eh, if you play for Ontario next year, maybe we'll talk about you then. But uh, until then, later.
1: Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I agree. I would have the same same thought process for that or yeah, POV. I should say. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I can't really say anything in depth for the summer league, honestly. You know what you could say? What?
2: That you can find our podcast wherever you find your podcast.
1: Yeah,
0: and we you can. can find
2: us, you can find us on Twitter at L.E. Clips Forum.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. You know, I feel like there's a good balance of optimism and uh, shit talking on this podcast.
1: I feel like our conversation with the Chipotle was better than the, the summer. League, no, it, was, it was. It's better than the summer.
2: Like, like, everyone's going to push pause after the Chipotle thing and be like, oh, I was really hoping we're getting a good Chipotle conversation, but it, I guess I guess we're going to have to settle for Kawhi extension talk.
0: All
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but oh, yeah. Man. But if you got past the Chipotle talk and you stuck around with us, because you could be doing anything with your time but you're spending it with us and we appreciate you Jesse.
1: That sounds like you're holding your nose whenever you do that. Yeah. You, know, you can mm-hmm. be doing anything. Your time. Yeah. But yeah. Good job. Uh, Thank you for listening. <laughs> We're out. <laughs>